0: So we are back in the room once again. The lovely Joel Harkin is in front of us and he has uh, decided to come in and have a wee chat with us. Go on. Go on, straight. What's crack, man? How are you? All good. I'm surprised that you're, you're originally from Donegal. Aye. I'm surprised Sean let you in there. <laughs> Let's in the building to be totally honest. Sean, no, no, would to Sean world. wouldn't be a fan of
1: uh, of, uh, of of the county. I don't the Donny go the GA. Don't go on the GA. <laughs> what's
2: wrong with
1: don't on the GA? No, no, going not go on. G- Jack, he's between me and the door. Like, <laughs> I can't get out past him. Um,
0: I think I definitely think at one stage that Sean had Jimmy Guinness's face on a dartboard. To be totally <laughs> brutally honest, hey, what's, at you at you using hey? what's your views on Jim McGinnis? what's
1: hey? your views on I don't know anything
2: about sports. See, See? <laughs> its, it's literally just the the county and me. we yeah. or like, what do you want? to call Anything on? bad about Donegal?
1: Is there anything bad about Donegal?
2: Oh, why? Fair enough. But <laughs> no, nothing that you're <laughs> willing to disclose at this <laughs> No, no, that's, that, that's not what we're here for. Right? No. <laughs> Donegal's great. It can improve. It can it improve. Look at all. That's all I'll say.
1: Yeah. I um, suppose we'll start. Who are you, Joe? Who am I? Who are you? Tell the folks about yourself, about your music. Oh, God.
2: I'm 25, non smoker. I'm. Um, <laughs> it's not a date <laughs> not here. We're not <laughs> trying to pull <punch laughs> you like don't know see where the interview goes like. <laughs> <laughs> alright boys so, uh, um, I, am, I describe myself as an alternative ambient folk singer uh, I sing sad songs I tell stupid stories that's the vibe mm-hmm. I was going to say that because
0: I, I remember seeing you last year in the Spaniard and what I loved about your set was that the songs were were sad, and melancholic, and, and had meaning behind them. Mm. But in between each each thing, you were witty, you were funny. Do you know
2: what I mean? And it seemed very, very effortless. And I commend you for art management. Mm-hmm. You know. Thank you very much. I think the the whole thing with that is like I I enjoy doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy like storytelling, and I think it's the it's that kind of tradition that one of the Irish traditions that I really love, and I wanted to work that into the set in some way mm-hmm. um, so that's number one number two you can't be a miserable bastard the entire <laughs> time uh, loads of people can do it I can't do it and number three is that I hate going to a gig and seeing loads of songs that I like and I'm like this is amazing but it's just like listening to the CD because ah. there's no chat it's just like they play a song then they tune up and they wait a second and say no hon and then continue on mm-hmm. and I can't think of anybody off the top of my head but like I like I like it to be its own experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like hearing about of chat, And so I try to not have any dead silence in between songs because my guitar, me and my girlfriend, built ourselves. Uh-huh. So it doesn't stay in tune. Oh, um, okay. So I need to tune after every song right? back into standard uh-huh. because by the end of the song, it's, it's like, kind of slightly out. And so... I would constantly have to tune, and so I have to constantly have to talk. Right. Mm. The reason why I love
0: it is because I, I love trad music, and they do that in trad a lot, where you know, they'll explain after each song, you know, where mm. they heard it from or the story about it, and it, it builds it into as you were saying, like an experience. I suppose more just going and sitting and watching or standing
2: and watching, you know, somebody who you really like. Yeah, I think as well. It like it piques interest where if you have a crowd that are maybe maybe it's a a gig in a pub or something like that there and it's not the norm that there's somebody there having a bit of a sing song but if it is it's kind of background music Mm -hmm. you know it's nice to kind of you know here's the story here's what it is and if it's if you know there's something a bit funny in it perks people's ears all of a sudden they're interested and you might get more you know a more listenable if that's a word crowd Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know a crowd that is more inclined to listen to you yeah, yeah. which I enjoy uh-huh. I enjoy being listened to I'd say so <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: it is not as cool it is on paper it, it, did you think like did you think it would be at odds with the music and that people would be like this guy's trying to be funny and then he's singing really sad songs and stuff or which did, you did, are did, you, funny by the way
2: yeah yeah oh we're not saying mean, oh I but, agree no, I, <laughs> no I, I don't know it was weird because like I kind of the whole kind of performance style that I am a part of came from um when I was studying at Queens and I was studying music uh, performance. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, you go in every week and you play your songs and you do your performance and you you know, you act like you're performing a real gig. I suppose technically you are, but it's part of a class setting and after you finish your gig then you're you know it's opened up to so take them. Yeah, it's yeah. critiqued by everybody else and in turn, you know, when I was listening afterwards, I would critique. Yeah, yeah. And so, I think it was just one one day, I was feeling a wee bit more energetic than mm-hmm. normal, and just started kind of rambling these stories off, and some of them landed, and some of them didn't. Yeah. And everybody was like, that that was very positive, because the dynamics of like, you know, emotion in it, going from like, you know, really sad songs, would kind of, make you think about things, mm-hmm. <laughs> to, okay, the songs are now, we can have a bit of a laugh, and it just meant that, um, you know you're coming to the end of the song and it's not okay I'm ready for the next sad song it's like oh I wonder what he's going to say now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then once that's done oh yeah, here's another song do you know it's, it just kind of flows better so it kind of came out of that just whatever day that happened that, that I got good feedback for that and mm-hmm. so I kind of decided this would be a, a good way to do it and it's worked out so far um, mm-hmm. I enjoy doing it and people seem to enjoy it but it, I mean it def- there's definitely times where you know I'm playing a gig and it's not landing at all mm-hmm. but you've started out telling all these ah, stories yeah. so you have to keep going <laughs> yeah. so you have to not kind of put as much emphasis on if there is a punchline yeah. so as to not even let on that you're trying to yeah. have a punchline or trying to be funny
0: uh-huh.
2: Um, but yeah then there's a lot of I always coming up to you being like okay oh, it was good aye, but I bought, I bought too much chatting <laughs> you know, that kind of way and it's like mate like oh, on, just like? let me do what I want to do yeah. like fuck <laughs> <that." No. laughs> Then,
1: it, it, as you say, you studied music at Queen's. Was that, was that always what you wanted to do? Something music related or did that just...
2: No, I wanted to teach when I was younger uh, Irish and, like, math. You fluent Gael? No. Nope. no. okay. Uh, I was maybe at one stage. I went ah. to, like, seven Gael Talks before I was, like, 15. Because um, I did a couple of camera courses as well. Uh-huh. But then I went into transition year. Right. Last Gael Talk, then transition year. And just a year of, like... Essentially no classes. Oh, okay. uh, hey. Out of the lip just. Yeah. Um and none of my family speak it. So it's like I, I wasn't speaking it in the house or anything ah, like that there Yeah, using it on everyday basis yeah. almost, so yeah. I mean I, I would love to love to get back into it. Um and I have my wee duolingo and all that there <laughs> kinda crack learning I my couple of focal, but yeah. uh <laughs> um I uh, I did I did work experience in transition year in a secondary or in a primary school, the primary yeah. school I went to in convoy and i very quickly realized that i do not want to do this (laughs) no way and i didn't
0: that was a a good thing of the yeah no big time you you didn't want to do then
2: you know i mean at the time i was like i wanted to do this thing and and now i don't want to do it but looking back it's like that that's so valuable that that i didn't spend years you know trying to do this and then and then just you know hitting it when i got there but i did my other um my other work experience slot um, in a studio with my uncle uh-huh. and I was just like okay I want to be a, I want to be a, a sound engineer okay. and I mean I, I I am that in a capacity uh-huh. um, sometimes but you know it from from studying music production music technology and then having the option to do my performance class and I always enjoyed performing and I thought I would like maybe run a studio and work in a cover band or something like that there mm-hmm. but um, you know Getting to do the performance class stuff and show my own stuff and see that it like actually resonated with some of my classmates, yeah, yeah, and that they liked it uh-huh. kind of spurred me on to do that a bit mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. So
0: when did you pick up a guitar, or was it was a guitar that your first love uh, in terms of instrument?
2: I mean, I played, I did six, five or six years of piano lessons between mm-hmm. the ages of like when I started primary school, so like five until like maybe nine or ten or eleven, but I didn't do any grades and mm-hmm. I never progressed probably cuz i never practiced. Right. Um i enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, But um i never practiced. Okay. Like i enjoyed the yeah. lessons but i never practiced. I was more kind of interested when <clears throat> I'd go in and the piano teacher I'd be like we play something and then she'd play it and i'd be like oh, it's class. <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, and she's like oh, okay do this again. and i be like okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, but uh, my mom plays guitar and yeah. uh, my uncle's studio um where I mentioned earlier, I did that um, work experience. Uh-huh. So Terry, obviously, he's like, he's class musician as well, and so... Uh-huh. Um, we I'm plug right. for the studio. Huh? We plug for the studio. Valley Music Studio and Golan, Bob Buffet. Fantastic. It's powerful. <laughs> it's powerful. Uh, but, um, so, I don't think Mammy ever showed me kind of anything, like, prior to, I was up at Terry's one day, and he was uh-huh. like, do you want to learn this riff on the guitar? And it was just like, sunshine of your love or something like that. Yeah, and I was just yeah. like, oh, this is cool as fuck. You were like, <laughs> what <laughs> is this great thing you can do? Uh, and then, I mean, after that, like, I kind of you know, did my lessons and all that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And then mommy showed me a couple of things. For a play. Um, But yeah, no, that's, that's kind of it. It was mostly just like, I love metal. And so I was learning to play an acoustic guitar. Uh-huh. And then I did all my acoustic guitar lessons. And then my mate was like, oh, yeah, I'll teach you some metal stuff. And then, as soon as he started teaching me metal stuff, I got into folk, and I was like, "I just want to play my acoustic now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just the way it worked out. Okay, right? And then, <laughs> and then is
1: as you say the folk sort of stuff, but your folk stuff is kind of a little bit alternative, mm. ambient sort of stuff. Is how did you arrive at that sound, or did you start as like more traditional folk and move that way? Or
2: here's my trajectory. Okay, I'm okay. excited. So, I was raised on a strict diet of. When I was at my ma's, Elvis Presley. Brilliant. Elvis And when, uh-huh. I at, when I was at my da's, 90s trance. Okay, right. <laughs> Just as good, fantastic. I beat the classics all the way. Lately. Uh, powerful. Um, and so then I went to the Guildtucked Guild and my mate showed me like... what stairway to the heaven of them him. No, it was like Nickelback. Oh. <laughs> or Something like that there. It like, it wasn't Rockstar, it was that other one. A photograph? No. How do you remind me? Yeah, how you remember. Oh, it is? That's the three niggle waxes. He, uh, he Bluetoothed it to me. Uh, I, was like, <laughs> I was listening to it, and then he showed me Pink Floyd, and he showed me uh, Blink-182. Oh, fantastic. And I was like, this is cool as fuck. Uh, and then I got really into, like, new metal. <laughs> uh, in my in my early teens. Uh-huh. And I realized I like all the new metal tunes that had, like, more singing in them. Mm. So I got into, like, kind of screamo and emo. And then they had, like, acoustic... Versions of their kind of like indie punk, yeah, Yeah, yeah. pop punk songs, Mm -hmm. and then um, from that I got I had recommendations for like indie folk, yeah, and I found Bright Eyes. My mate Kevin was like, "You'd probably like this band if you like the acoustic version of this." Uh And I mean, that was when I was 25 now. (laughs) Bright Eyes are still my favorite band. (laughs) I got my tickets as soon as they went on sale, Uh, and just yeah, kind of. Uh, going from that, so I mean, I love folk music, um, but I love I love folk music that doesn't like stick to the norm as well. Like, yeah, um, yeah, time folk music. Just on Great.
0: that, is that is that why you like Dylan? Because your shirt obviously had a, a you know a reference to Bob Dylan, hmm. and we were chatting obviously off earlier that you know we were both actually at the gig uh, down
2: south. Is that was it was it Dylan's folky stuff that you were like you know was that a? Yeah, well, I I think I. I did listen to Dylan before Bright Eyes but it was more the whole thing of like you know, people would tell me like, Oh, you're listening to the skin acoustic stuff. You mm-hmm. should listen to Dylan or whatever. Yeah. And like these are just your mates and you're a teenager and uh, you're like, Yeah, I will and like Dylan's great, but like I don't listen to him every day. Uh, you know, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But he's a great songwriter. Ah, uh, he's some terrible songs. Oh yeah, without a doubt. But yeah, no, I I'm I'm definitely a big fan, but um it I suppose it is one of those things where you know, out of, out of, like, you know, countless kind of folk singers that there are, mm-hmm. he did go electric. And yeah. I think like, that's really cool. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. I, I hate that everybody gives him a I for I for it, yeah. Yeah. I, somebody in the bar the last day was like to me, yeah, yeah, Dylan fucking... Sold out. There's he sold shit. in, he gave him to Vogue, man. And I, was like, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh, but he's like, yeah, he picked up an electric guitar. It's a fucking sin. folk music. And I was like
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> slide only like,
2: you know obviously i didn't say this to a customer in my mind yeah <laughs> uh, but uh you know i think i mean i think obviously instrumentation is important mm-hmm. and it it, it does kind of play a big factor on the sound but you know you can have an electric guitar in folk music yeah. that's fine yeah. no, no, no. you can have a synth in folk music mm-hmm. that's fine yeah i think mix it in why
1: not yeah yeah in terms of your background as you say sound engineer and study and that yeah, sort of yeah, yeah. stuff yeah. Would you say that also impacts your sound in terms of how you play around with it more? Definitely. And maybe go outside the norm?
2: I definitely shaped it. Um, I think that, um, so, um, my producer, George Sloan. Mm -hmm. Woo! Big George. Woo! Love you, George. (laughs) Half Bab (laughs) Studio. In? Hey? Where's that inside? What do you call the name of that street? Commercial Court. Oh, very good, okay. In the Cathedral Quarter. Brilliant. Beside the Duke of York. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so it's it's really nice. Like um, for for ages, for the longest time, before I met George, I was like, yeah, I want to like. I'm a sound engineer. I was not. I'm still not in any way practiced. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, or. or uh, good at it, but I know about things. I yeah about yeah. The frequency now. <laughs> uh, But I was always like, yeah, I'll write the songs, I'll record them, I'll mix them, I'll master them. Do <laughs> yeah, on self. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then uh, I met George, and George is like, incredible. Uh, vastly, vastly, vastly uh, better than everyone. Uh, he's an <laughs> and being able to sit down and like, because the thing about George as well is that he's a folkhead. Mm-hmm. And so it's the difference between going to like an engineer who's like might, might like some folk music, mm-hmm. uh, but you know wouldn't be like wouldn't be the same as me being like, do you know this really specific niche track? <laughs> yeah, and then George being like, I know exactly what you mean, <laughs> and then the, I don't have to say anything more. He just like he knows exactly what I'm talking about for the specific okay. thing that we're working on, and that's the thing as well is that we can work on it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, to a certain extent, know what I'm talking about most of the time. <laughs> um, so it definitely has shaped the sound uh, in that way. Just
0: when you say about that you have like a background in you know working on sound engineering and that, do you find that you can be it's very hard to let a track go, for example, yeah. do you know that you're always you know, trying to tweak it and make it better and better and better. And sometimes you just have to you know sit there and leave and say, oh, that's as good as it is and I'm wasting my own time and frustrating myself. You know, trying to make it any more brilliant because it's already brilliant, you know what I
2: mean? I think that's, like, one of the really good things about having, like, George work on the, Mm -hmm. the, like, um, uh, produce the tracks with me as well, is that, you know, when it is just yourself sitting, you you just go to an absolute hole, you spend hours on it, one EQ for a snare drum, and you're just like, oh, (laughs) I don't want to listen to this anymore. (laughs) I'm sick of this track. I don't even want to put it out. (laughs) Uh, But, um you've got two heads and like Aye. one of us will be like I'm not happy with this and then they'll be like and I'll I'll be like or he'll be like oh I am What what's not happy about it and then mm. tweak away thing and then I'll be like oh yeah I see what you mean or we'll both just instantly be happy or if we're both not happy we know we're not on the money but you know having Having him to kind of bounce back off of, I think, really helps with that kind of thing. I don't think I've got bogged, in like the whole album so far, we haven't got bogged down in anything. Uh We've definitely taken tangents where we're like, let's play with this delay for forty minutes, (laughs) and then we look at our clocks and we're like, fuck. (laughs) Right, okay, let's let's get back on back on track here. But no, throughout throughout making uh, the album that we're currently uh, making, I've just enjoyed the whole process. Uh, I think it's been, I've never felt. I've never felt like oh I need to I need to stop doing this track right now. Mm-hmm. Um, some of our session musicians maybe felt that about <laughs> one specific track, which apparently doesn't make sense in music, but I don't care. Um, I like it. So, uh, but no, for me it's been it's been cool. I really enjoyed it.
0: So, like, what you know, you've you've, you've put out some music. What what do you write about? What if, for people who don't know you or maybe haven't heard uh, some of your stuff? You know, do you, like what what's your are you influenced by the world problems? Are you influenced by you know when you're writing, for example, or can it is it just as you know mundane in everyday life, or you know what? What do you what do you what do you draw on?
2: But everything yeah. really. Um, I mean, I'm not really writing anything at the minute because yeah. I i just have like a big block for like any yeah. kind of lyrics, and but I feel like that that happen because I don't I don't write really that often at all. Probably yeah. not not as often as I should. Like I mean, I'll write loads of. Like, like music-y parts. Yeah. Not the lyrics isn't music, but you know of what course. I mean. Yeah, I yeah, understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, I'll have loads of, like, finished guitar bits. This is this is a bit of this song that I haven't written the lyrics for that I'm going to play on guitar. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like I have anything to say now. And I know there's people like, like, I think Ed Sheeran says he writes a song every day and, like, part to him, but... Yeah, Firefox, but... I, uh, I can't do that. Yeah. Like, I feel like I really need to be... I really need to be in the mood, and I really need to be right like I really want need to want to write about a specific thing uh-huh. to actually sit down and do it. Um, in the past, I've written about, um, yeah, just like regular yeah, just life, normal, life, life. yeah, um, like going on holidays, and <laughs> we uh, all love going on holidays, like, and like stories uh-huh. that I've mm-hmm. kind of come up with in my head, or have the song uh, about some of the characters of the. F- the 1991 classic my girl uh you know the s- Oh yes yeah. uh-huh. some of them characters sung by B yeah yeah meeting some of my mates and ah. from real life uh-huh. there's a song uh, more recently maybe just because I've kind of become more uh, interested in current affairs mm-hmm. um I'm writing about, about housing crisis and
0: in the south of well, I suppose you know mm-hmm. crisis and homelessness is everywhere. Yeah, you know, but Ireland, north and south is obviously in a bad, bad shape at the moment. Yeah, no, we're not happy with no, it No, no, it's not, no. A good job, like. <laughs> not to
2: speak for you, boys, but <laughs> oh I can no, say oh, collectively, no like, we're we're not very happy no. about it. It's not ideal. I live
0: in no. I live in Dublin. I uh, you know I, I I can see it every day. Like you know, mm. it's not the one. It's not the one. No, you know. Uh, sure. And
1: are those, as you said, the tracks to the carnivores? Are those on the album you're working on, or those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Um, because this, the songs, I mean, some of the songs were written last year. Some of the songs were written four or five years ago. Um, but this is these are the these are the songs out of the ones that I've written that I, I think, like most accurately represent mm-hmm. what I kind of want to push or want to be or mm-hmm. want the message to be. So. It's not just all like the world is bad. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. there's some like here's me thinking about my life when I'm <laughs> twenty. you know? yeah. um, or here's a song about my dad moving away. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, there's a good. Co- I cover a lot of I cover a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. Well, tell lyrically.
0: Us you're uh, you're you're down in Mayo, Ballina. Aye. Um, it, 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 it's happening Do you know what I mean I'm a fan of Mayo I spend two weeks there Every year at Trida.
2: It's a nice part of the world I've never been to Mayo Only maybe through it mm. uh, But Oh wait no Kong's in Mayo isn't it Kong Kong Aye ah, From you know Kong. Where the quiet man set That's yes, right, somebody,
1: right. somebody tried Because other voices that Jack's going to ask about Is in Ballina And somebody tried to t- tell me The quiet man was in Ballina And I told them that But they're wrong yeah, Evidently. It's Kong, Kong. It's Kong.
2: Yeah. I've seen the quiet man yeah uh, Are you ever forward to it Oh yeah, big yeah. time! Big time! Plan. It's going to be class. Um, I was down in Dingle, uh uh-huh. a couple of years ago. Um I
0: guess I've never been actually. And Dingle I mean, is beautiful. You know, I've seen photos. Obviously, like I've never been to Dingle, but
2: it's class. Yeah. I went as a Wayne. I seen fungi deadly. <laughs> he was jumping out of the water. Class. Oh, yeah. Uh, was down a couple of years ago. Um, with this other band I used to play with for Foresters from Donegal. Uh huh. Um, and got to do that whole thing playing session guitar. It was amazing. So I'm really excited to go down and like do the exact same thing mm-hmm. but it's like oh it's my songs now yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know uh and it, it's cool to like like i like it was the first time i had gone to dangle on like you know an adult capacity where i can like i'm gonna walk around and explore because yeah, i can like, and not be adventure and not be like it and they i'd be like yeah the wander off <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, so it's i'm excited we can see you <laughs> big time yeah um uh, so i'm excited to be able to go and do that in, in Balan as well and I'm going down a couple of days early because I have holiday time to take uh, so me and Derger are going to go down a few days early mm-hmm. go for some walks have some hot ports fantastic read our books it's going to be very enjoyable okay. um, delightful you know and I'm excited to just like walk around and ah. see bands as yeah. well like it's it's cool it's like I suppose it'll be like how output was except across a whole town instead of just mm-hmm. like the cathedral quarter They're concentrated in one spot. yeah there, I suppose yeah um but yeah, no. It's gonna. If it was anything like it was um, when I went a couple of years ago, uh-huh. it's gonna be, it's gonna be powerful. Mm-hmm.
0: And I got to ask you: Do you get do you get nervous at all um, before gigs or anything
2: like that? Oh, why? Yeah, big time. I used to book before every gig. Seriously. And if I didn't book before a gig, uh-huh. I'd be even more nervous because they were like, oh, "I'm There's gonna, sh- I'm gonna book on stage." Uh-huh. Like, no, oh, no. Um, but never happened, did it? No, it came close sometimes, <laughs> <couple of> <laughs> definitely. Um, but no i i'm I'm not as bad as I was definitely. um I don't know if that if I'm just like getting cocky with it now because I've just played <laughs> more gigs, but yeah. I don't feel like I'll book on uh, stage in my life now out good of, out of nerves, ah. maybe if I'm sick or something ah, yeah yeah, but not out of nerves. I'm still nervous, but. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, I, was, uh, yeah, like, I was nervous because I've done a bit of acting stuff as well so I always think that a wee bit of nerves are good do you know what I mean oh you know, have the, you have, oh, no, no, no. What, what can I say do you know what I mean I'm uh, waiting listen, for listen. I'm waiting for Hollywood and Spielberg to give me a big call up you know what I mean Prior to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> but that's yes, what I'm saying just around do you you know like as a sort of as a as a coping thing I mean just on that sort of whole nervous thing is there anything you know is, is there anything that you do to, to you know deep breaths or is it just fuck it you know get up and you just have to jump in
2: there's there's a great video on YouTube, um, called Five Minute Vocal Warm Up, mm-hmm. and the guy in it has a lovely accent. Right. And uh, I don't I don't even know, I don't even know what he's saying. I know he's what he's saying when it's, he's like la 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 la. Yeah. But if yeah. you just type in Five Minute Vocal Warm Up on YouTube, it's like the first result, and he's just like lip roll up, <laughs> and I do that, uh, which is like good for my voice mm. yes but also it's like okay this is exactly what I do mm-hmm. every time now before I play and it kinda you know puts you in the mindset of I'm, I'm ready to scream at the audience now mm-hmm, you cool. know and then well
1: Output a few weeks ago mm. played there is that your first time playing Output yeah. is that correct how was that
2: was that exciting nervous it was lovely because um, I've been to like I've been to like every Output like in the capacity of um like going to the, the the talks in the morning since mm-hmm. it started um, and and like I've only been to the the showcase in the evenings maybe three or four times just things like you know you get, the, you get the morning off work but you can't get the evening off ah, the work or yeah, yeah. the first time I went to it I was coming back um, home because yeah. I, I wasn't living in Belfast at the time and I was coming back afterwards so go to the things and then have to go home and can't stick about for it yeah and um, but it was lovely that like it, just for myself for that kind of to see a kind of trajectory mm. or a, mm, a journey's the wrong word to see progression progression Sean the wordsmith away? <laughs> round of applause <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, a progression of here I am starting out um, I'm going to some of the showcases I don't know anybody I'm going to the showcases I know loads of People here, there's all my mates. Some of them are playing, some of them are knocking about. To, oh, I'm I'm getting to play. I've wanted to play at it for so many years, and for so it was it was so nice to mm-hmm. to finally get to do that, and it was so enjoyable. What is the process for selecting artists?
1: Do you like, it like do they just ask you to you want to play? Or, yeah, it yeah?
2: has been that um, for the past uh, the past yeah all, all of the past but I think this year they did have an application. Um, for one of the stages, but I mean, I put in for it and I got asked to do it. I don't know if it was through that or just okay through regular. Mm-hmm. They didn't tell me if it was. You were happy enough. You were happy enough. Yeah, <one. clears throat> Listen, this is it. Mm-hmm. I That's wanted that? to do it, and I wasn't. I wasn't gonna be like, come here. Yeah, I'll definitely do it. But how did I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I? I don't know. Uh, Take the money and run, as mm-hmm. mm-hmm. no, it you know what I mean? No, it's just this it is a dream. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a yeah, dream, boss big time. Mm-hmm. But no, I was
1: lucky enough to see you at the OES Centre. You were very, very good. Thank you. First act. How many acts did you say you say, saw? Uh, many did you want to see in many? I wanted
2: say? to see 11. i seen 9. 9. I think wanted to see 6 and saw 4. So I was aiming much, I was much less ambitious. I had, I had like <laughs> the night before I sat down and dead out, like my timetable for the entire day <laughs> because um, I'm on the Scratch Program as well with the OES Centre, the mm-hmm. Talent Development Program yes. this year. And so the, the talks in the Mac started at 10 and ended at 5 but we had a talk at 9 and we had a talk at half 5 and a talk at quarter past 6 as well Okay. and the drinks reception then as well and then my uh-huh. check was at 7 played at 8 Ding Dustman and then immediately went to all things so I was like I'm doing out a full plan for the day what time and what it is and where I need to be mm-hmm. Um, and so just sat down and went through every band and some of them were like you know I'm not I'm not gonna have time to get to this. I'm gonna try to mm-hmm. yeah. uh oh, I wanna go see them it's a small venue though I might not get in and you do get in or you don't get in. Yeah, yeah. But I thought nine out of eleven was fine. Oh yeah. Considering I played it, as well, you uh-huh. know very good, good
1: battle average. Who did you particularly enjoy or who, who do you think were standing? I
2: particularly enjoyed um Junk Drawer, really good. Mm-hmm. I had to watch them through a bicycle the bicycle oh you were over there I was over like I couldn't get anywhere because <laughs> I was farting about so much and coming in like halfway through people's sets but just in the, in the kind of dress I've seen everybody so I just went around the side of the stage and I had to watch them for a couple of minutes through the bike between the the bike and did the bike add anything or take anything away <laughs> I mean it it made for a good Instagram story <laughs> it? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah but um, they were really good no white as always are Perfect mm-hmm. um, problem patterns for class. Chairman class. I mean, everybody was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was a great night. When you mm-hmm.
0: say that you're on the uh, scratch program, with, oh yeah, you know I've t- like seen different talks in there before and all that. And it, it's it, thank God that we have that here. That you know, there's you know places like that that are you know helping upcoming musicians. Oh, why? You, can you talk about that at all, or like you know what t- does that involve or
2: oh, scratch? Yeah, cool. Yeah, um, so it runs from. September to May. There's four of us. There's me, Sasha, Samara, Cloakroom Q, and Connor Marcus. Mm -hmm. And just for those, how many months is that? Eight, nine. Nine. Mm -hmm. Those nine months. um, They kind of do everything in their power to kind of mentor us and propel us uh, in the right direction uh, in in our in each of our. Individual endeavors. Mm-hmm. Um, there's master classes, PR workshops. There's and um, we re- uh, they fully fund a recording uh, day for us where we take we all take a song that we want and you know it's not we're all in the one day we uh, all have our own separate yeah, yeah. day. Yes, you yes. go into the studio. We went to start together um, upstairs in the US center and uh, with Rocky and spend a day record a single. Mm-hmm. And then they put it out as part of their compilation every year. Oh, okay. Um, and throw it up on Spotify and send it to all their contacts. Ah. And then you know, uh, as part of Sound of Belfast, that was that was launched on um one of the nights of Sound of Belfast. And so there's obviously lots of industry over for that, and mm-hmm. they encourage them to come to the gigs and see us and meet us, and we get to meet them. And it's just kind of like a whole year of of this kind of thing Mm -hmm. that like just helping us develop our musical skills our like networking um, just learning the skills that you need to know to kind of make it a job Uh, that you can use to pay the bills as opposed to you know having another job which you use to fund paying your bills and being a musician Yeah, Yeah, you know it's fantastic it's incredible Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah no, play, that's great. Excuse Hmm. Um. There was a track you mentioned
1: a while back about your dad moving mm. on, Charlie and Deirdre. Yes, because I remembered. Hmm. And um, I was
2: Did just. you not
0: like pronounce his girlfriend's name? He pronounced
1: differently it than Deirdre? I would have. Yes, that's gonna Oh, okay. yeah. See,
0: I, was
2: I mean, someone's name is pronounced how they tell you. It's pronounced. I know that's why I'm right. not. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm not agreeing with your pronunciation. Mm. You're, yeah. you're agreeing with it yeah. you don't have to agree with I it I would prefer it to agree
1: with it because as I say you're still between me and the door <laughs> <laughs> um, as if I'm going to do anything <laughs> uh, but yeah no I do say it right good man <laughs> Sorry, but no yeah that track um, actually, we, we saw it we, performed it, we saw it, we, you performed it when we saw it at the Spaniard a few years ago at the OES Centre mm. today um, could you just talk a bit about that track and what went into it because it's like it's two story sort of thing isn't it it's, yeah
2: So, it it came out of uh, my dad, well, the song came out of my dad telling me, uh, first and foremost, that he got offered a job uh, being a bar manager in an Irish bar in Spain, which is something he's wanted to do, he wanted to do for his, like, entire life, I remember, when I was away in, and I was in, like, fifth or sixth class, and... I feel like we had just gotten a KFC takeaway we are in the car Okay, we were driving around the roundabout in front of the hospital in Netherkenny. Mm-hmm. I remember this so vividly um, and he and I was like oh you know finishing up primary school now either now or I say that I remember it vividly and I can't remember Yeah, what yeah. was <laughs> in but um, it was KFC it was definitely <laughs> KFC uh, but I was like you know nearly finished soon I'll be in secondary school and you know I'll be away to university then you know or college or whatever and he was like sure I'll be away in Spain then and I cried I was just like I was just like what like my, my dad's not going to be about yeah. and so you know years go on and then he gets on to me he's like I've been, I've been offered this and I've, you know I've wanted to do it for ages and I was like right cool but um, it's a lot to take uh, mm, old, as a young man, like you know. Yeah, well, I mean, what age was I? I was like twenty-two or twenty-three. It's only a couple of years ago. Okay. Um, but he, uh, we got off the phone, and that was grand. And I was just like, okay, I need to, I need to like work this out. Yeah. And I just started writing about it. Um, which is, I mean, it, it doesn't happen all the time, but like it can be like it can be therapeutic, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. it did help me organize my thoughts about it all and kind of be less selfish about it. And he did go to Spain and he was out there for a year and a half, two years and had a ball and it was amazing. And I went out to him and visited him yeah. and get clean wrecked. And it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I mean, it's a weird place. Mm. It, it definitely. It's a weird town, but um, like I really enjoyed it. It was really nice. Um, and so the kind of first part of the song, it's just about, it's just about him telling me and me kind of deciding how I feel about it. Mm. Um, and then around the same time, is that uh, my partner Deirdre was. She was studying in Queens, music or music psychology. Psychology, mm-hmm. uh, sin music. Sin means without, doesn't it? Sin means without. Um, <laughs> sin means without. can Sin means without. Okay, we well, we'll go with that. Yeah. yeah, cool. Um, but they hated the course and so decided she'd go back, or she would go back. She would go and take an offer that she'd got the year before mm-hmm. to study in Dublin instead she did international relations there and so the, the whole song kind of became about kind of dealing with and um, accepting that you know people people in, in my life anyway that I care about that it's okay for them to like not be around me all the time uh-huh. it's fine Um, big moment for me to not be like you just have to be about all the time from when I want to speak to you. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's me we're talking about here. Very important, uh, but um, I mean, it was sad at yeah. the time, definitely. Yeah. But um, she had um, she enjoyed that course mm. a lot more than she enjoyed um, psychology. And for fl- for plenty, because you know it can be always hard to like
0: let people go and do you know their dreams or what they want to do over your own you know, your own wants, desires, do you know what I mean? So, like, Firefox, like...
2: I mean, thanks, but also it was much more difficult for them to go and <laughs> do something oh, completely oh, new. Like, oh, well,
0: what's, it it down, like? what's that? What's <laughs> that? I get that, I get that.
2: Maybe this speaks it, to more how selfish <laughs> <shoe, aren't> you are, <laughs> Jack.
0: But no, as to, uh, you know, as, uh, as to, you know, for, you know, people that are closer around you, like, I, can, yeah. you know, I get it,
2: like... No, I mean, it is, it is one of those... It's Sean like, got a girlfriend and I lost him, so, you know. Uh. <laughs> it is a big... It's a big change for everybody. It was a bigger change for them, but oh, I mean... I'm really happy for them and you know skip forward to today the, the old boy's back and later Kenny uh, he had a great time he goes out to Spain constantly now yeah, yeah. Uh, to keep up the golf uh, with all his <laughs> mates and the tan doesn't they're not going to tan itself do you know what I mean? and it, like he really did have a tan like <laughs> it was mad it was really mad I went out and I was like obviously I had video chat at him lots uh, of the times and I went out and seen him and I was like wow you really do have a tan <laughs> It's mad It's crazy he looked great he uh, looks great uh, but, uh, and uh, Deirdre, is Deirdre finished in Dublin. She uh-huh. graduated. And we have a house together now in Belfast. And it's lovely. So Congratulations,
0: mm-hmm. uh, Deirdre, on her. Yeah, big time.
1: Fair play. Fair play to Deirdre. You're great. Fair, Thanks. And have
2: a lovely fire in their house. <laughs> Sounds great. Listen, we only burn smokeless fuel. Yeah, uh-huh. let's, let's, let's get that clear right now. That on record <laughs> And you know what? People say it doesn't give off enough heat. It gives off loads of heat. Wise mm-hmm. up. Throw a jumper on. Yeah, if you're, you're, you're still cold. Don't do anything else.
1: To... I've one more, and then we'll wrap up. Just don't want to get sick of us like that. Yeah, um, I'm happy enough. Let's <laughs> let's let's let's, let's go through on. your whole discography <laughs> breakdown. Every song <laughs> <laughs> um, is just really how we talked about different like progress and stuff. Like you know, wanting to play output and getting there. What? How did you start out in like I assume the Letterkenny sort of area, mm. and then move toward the Belfast area? Is that just kind of where you need to move maybe to make the contacts, or how did that progress or process
2: happen? I don't. Think you well, it's a difficult one. I think that if you're in, like obviously, coming from Letterkenny, so I played in Letterkenny a lot. And if you want to come play in Belfast and you're someone who plays in Letterkenny, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of mates who are in bands and who are still based in Letterkenny, Donegal, and they come up and they play gigs, and they go down to Dublin and they play gigs, and it's great. I think that you know it is maybe easier to get gigs quicker if you, like, are able to be about and kind of be a part of the scene. Mm. (laughs) Not that you're not a part of the scene if you're living somewhere else, but, like, you're going to gigs, you're playing gigs. The scene is small here. Everybody kind of knows everybody. Because I thought that was something
1: that came across very much in a lot of the output gigs, that you saw, you would go to these gigs and it would be like, it's a lot of people you see at different gigs. Yeah. Around town throughout the year. Like, it's It's, the same sort of couple of hundred people.
2: It's lovely, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, It's really nice. Um... So I think it, it like definitely you can kinda progress from there but I mean I've definitely heard a lot of people be like, you know you know, from Belfast be like, Oh, you know, you have to get to you have to get to London or Manchester if you wanna if you wanna do anything and I've heard people from like southern the south of Ireland mm-hmm. be like, Oh, you have to get to Dublin I- you know, if you're in Cork or Galway and I've heard people in Donegal be like, Oh you have to get to Dublin or you have to get to Belfast or you have to get to London mm-hmm. I don't think you need to do that I mean music is like international yeah. now because mm-hmm. of things like Spotify and the internet Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so I mean definitely being I, on the ground helps but it's not the be all and end all yeah, it's, yeah I don't think it's the be all and end all like you can meet somebody and keep up with them online mm-hmm. and you know you make your contacts and you move on for me it just it just happened that like I really like Belfast but I wouldn't like and so maybe one would think that I came from Convoy Letterkenny to Belfast a, a bigger place and got on better that my line of thinking would be well go to the next big place mm. but I could not ask going to somewhere like London or Dublin I couldn't afford it for Aye, one not, thing no, doubt, but yeah. the the vibe I don't I don't. it's too busy mm-hmm. Belfast is like home mm-hmm. for me oh without a doubt like, yeah. yeah I mean obviously there's there's differences in accents and mm-hmm. different colloquialisms but yeah, yeah. for the most part people talk similarly yeah, yeah. similarly and I can say I, and I can say no, uh, uh, and not <laughs> look like look that like I have two heads. Like, yeah, yeah, I like that. I uh-huh. just like that. Oh, yeah. Oh no, I, no, I agree. And I, like I said, I'm in Dublin,
0: and I we talk very fast in the north. We do. We talk incredibly fast. Probably we're all always trying to talk with the top of each other, mm-hmm. and I have to slow down for people in Dublin who can't, you know, don't fucking know what I'm talking about. You know what I Things. So I, I see. I know. You know. I know where you're coming from. That one. know. Mm-hmm. Um. What about our
1: pint question, Sean? We have a pint question. We
2: do a pint question. A pint question. Do you drink pints? Do you enjoy a pint. Uh, I mean, anytime I'm in a pub, it's kind of like a busman's holiday. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know that kind of way? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I okay. enjoy, I enjoy
1: a pint. Yeah. The odd time, uh-huh. sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So essentially, the question is, and it's either going to bomb or go down pretty well, right? You're a barman, you're knowledgeable about, the, about pints, surely. You don't have to drink it, no pints, Mr. Moose. Is uh, it
2: yeah, okay, yeah. Let's yeah. go with it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see where we go. see where this goes. We can cut this. <laughs> don't don't leave it in. I don't care what it. You better leave us in.
1: <laughs> to describe yourself and/or your music as a pint, what pint would it be?
2: Ah, uh, I don't. As a pint, I don't know. What's a sad pint? <laughs> I don't know, a sad pint, I don't know. I, I think it's too hard. Uh okay. my favourite pints are Kinniger, Harp Shandy and Wesco Scooter. And I don't know if any of them relate to my music. <laughs> no, <it's fine>.
0: <laughs> Well look, thank okay. you very, very, very much for coming in sadness. uh-huh
2: Where have me? Where can people find you and your music? Online or in person or On the internet mostly. I mean I I suppose somebody like we could be me and somebody potentially could be in the same room and I could be singing to them. Uh-huh, but chance. just because that we're in the same room doesn't mean necessarily that I would be singing to them. Yes. I could just be having a chat with them. I could be standing next to them and we could not be interacting. Uh, I could be serving them cool and refreshing, ooh, cool and refreshing beverages. Uh-huh. Um but yeah, if it's like a gig I'm playing at, I'll definitely like be playing music. Yeah, yeah. That, you know mm. what I mean? That would be ideal. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. so yeah no in person at a gig you can find my music <laughs> And on the internet okay. Those would be the two main places Okay Perfect. Perfect. That's
0: good Are we going to get a tune out of you? Is that Ah uh, yeah I can do that, that? Yeah, that oh, shippable? Sure yeah Okay well What we're going to do is go and let uh, Joel get set up And we'll be right back after this So folks we're back again You just heard from Joel That was a lovely interview Joel thank you very very much He's going to play us a wee tune And uh, yeah it's going to be brilliant Because we've seen him live And we think he's brilliant So Joel take it away Whenever you're free man
2: I'm free now yeah Thought I'd go home, but I stayed alone. Lay on my bed, looked through your pictures, I held my hand my head my mother's coat and your breathing was loud as I dug a hole though you never said two words to me there was something that just was so easy your eyes were brown you made my favorite songs doll i love how you looked and me but you're not around and it's hard to go home now so i stay here you know i watch tv And I often think When I'm on the brink How those brown eyes Perceive Was I good enough? Was I passable? Was I all that you'd hoped I'd be The day we met and we ran you a bath to let the warm water wash away a troubled past. Towel dried, you fell asleep next to the fire. Could it? This is all you desire. Shall I? So,
0: folks, you just heard the absolutely brilliant uh, Joel Harkin. Then we also were talking about uh, racism in film um, throughout sort of the main body of that of the podcast. Yeah, it's it, it it's 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 a hard topic to talk about at times, you know. Um, so and I'm sure you can you can understand. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed it. Do the usuals. Go and like, share, and contact us if you want us to talk about anything, or you think that uh, you have an opinion on anything, or you like us to do something or change something. Feel free to contact us. You can get us on Facebook. Uh, we have a page. You entered nothing yet. So go on and give us what you like, and we share it would be very much appreciated. You can also hear the podcast on all different platforms: uh, Apple, iTunes, um, iTunes Music, of course, Spotify, and Podbean as well. And uh, like I said, you know, if you want, if you want us to talk about anything, or there's anything out there, give us a shout. Big thanks to Joel for this interview that he done with us. Very, very. Friendly. Frank, um, I'm very, very honest. Not like the coffee, of course. <laughs> I'm sure the coffee's lovely, but yeah, very honest interview, and uh, obviously then a lovely tune at the end. So, folks, we will see us all right back here in about a week or two's time, uh, where we'll be discussing and chomping the bit of uh, the issues of the day, uh, music, film, TV, and all the rest. We'll chat these later, folks. Good, Good luck. luck.